You are listening to Meet the Thriller Author, the podcast where I interview authors of mystery, thrillers, and suspense books. I'm your host, Alan Peterson, and this is episode number 68. Before we get things rolling, I have a special request. I've submitted Meet the Thriller Author to the 13th Annual Podcast Awards, and voting is now open for listeners until July 31st of 2018. So I would really appreciate if you could head on over to podcastawards.com and click on the Listener Nominations Now Open link to vote for this podcast in the arts and or the People's Choice categories. Winning uh, one of those awards would be a great way for me to promote this podcast, so I would appreciate your help in uh, helping me make that a reality. Uh, You do have to register over at podcastawards.com, and they do that in order to prevent cheating by having, uh, you know, bots and fake accounts and whatnot from voting multiple times for a show. And so I actually like that since it keeps things relatively clean. But the process is pretty straightforward and it shouldn't take you more than a couple of minutes to complete. So anyway, I would really appreciate your support over at podcastawards.com. Okay, let's move on to the good stuff. In this episode of the podcast, you'll be meeting best-selling author Joseph Reed, whose debut novel, Take Off, was published on July 1st and is already at the top of the best-selling charts on Amazon and a number one Amazon hot new release. Take Off is the first in Joe's exciting new series featuring Air Marshal-turned-investigator Seth Walker. Joseph has an amazing background. Growing up as the son of a Navy helicopter pilot, he moved often during his childhood. And later on, he became a marine biologist before going to law school and becoming a patent litigator. And now he's writing high-octane thrillers. So here's my interview with uh, Joseph Reed. Uh, Hi, everybody. This is Alan with Meet the Thriller Author. And on Skype, I have uh, Joseph Reed. Uh, How are you doing, Joe? I'm great. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate the chance to join you. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Could you tell the readers a little bit about yourself? Sure. My day job is I'm a patent lawyer in San Diego, but before that I was a biologist uh, by training. I used to be a marine biologist and I tra- I sort of chased great white sharks around. Um, that, was, uh, that was my science job before I became a lawyer. And then my first book, Take Off, uh, just came out. It just released on July 1, and that's how you and I found each other. Your book has just been amazing. It's uh, at the top of the charts on Amazon and just doing so uh, so well. So congratulations on the success. Oh, thank you very much. It's it's one of those things you, you never know what's going to happen when when you release a book, and it, it's just been it's been a great surprise and a great pleasure. So thank you very much. So can you tell us a little bit about the then your uh, this is the start of a of a series, correct? It is. It's book one in the series. And actually, I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying uh, book two is just about done. Um, so it'll be going into the publisher here in the next week or two. And so how did you come up with the idea? It's a very uh, intriguing idea with the air marshals and the whole airline background. Can you tell us a little bit about how, how this all came to be? Sure. Uh, so for my job, I travel a lot. I'm probably on airplanes uh, you know, multiple times each month. Uh, I just got back from a 10-day trip to China, for example, uh, last week. So I spend an, an inordinate amount of my time on on airplanes and in airports. And so as I was sitting around, you know, trying to think up the idea for my next book, because Takeoff wasn't, you know, wasn't the first book I wrote, I started thinking about airports and aviation as a setting um, for crime fiction because you know, in today's day and age, so much happens through airports. It, it's really a, a central hub for a lot of commerce. You know, you've got smuggling, you've got drugs, you've got terrorism. There's all kinds of interesting things that happens at airports. And so as I continued to flush that 
idea out, the idea of sort of a, an airline-based cop came about. And I'd, I'd noticed air marshals on my flights here and there. Um, and I, I researched the program a little bit. And so, so slowly that kind of all fell into place. You're, you're waiting around in airplanes and delays and all that good stuff that we do when we travel spawned a, a great, great writing project idea. Yeah, that's exactly it. It was, it was sitting in terminals, um, you know, for weather delays and mechanicals and stuff like that. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, your character and, uh, and your debut uh, novel, Takeoff? Sure. So the protagonist, as you said, uh, his name is Seth Walker. Um, he is an air marshal based in Los Angeles. Um, and actually, he's got a sort of a tweak on the air marshal assignment. He's not just sort of safeguarding flights anymore um, because of some backstory that I won't spoil that you learn about in inside the book. Um, he's been assigned to this new role where he's essentially an airborne investigator. He gets assigned to different projects that, that come about um, that, that center around uh, uh, aviation. So his assignment here is to bodyguard uh, a young female singer. Uh, she's a teenager, and she has a, a big song on the pop charts. And her life's been threatened, and so the FBI needs to get her from New York's JFK to LAX. And so his assignment initially is simple enough. He's just got to bodyguard her on a cross-country flight, which is something you know, he's done hundreds, if not thousands of times. Um, but in the opening chapter, uh, you know, when they arrive at LAX, um, they're ambushed by a bunch of mysterious gunmen. Uh, that sets them on the run, and uh, Seth's now obligated to not only keep the girl safe, keep himself safe, but also figure out why these mysterious gunmen are targeting her uh, and figure out, uh, see if he can figure out what's going on. When did you uh, start to, uh, when you started to write this, uh, the, the novel, um, do you like... Um did you already have it all like uh, outlined in your head, or do you just like start to start to write it, or what's your process? Yeah, I, I'm sort of halfway between a, a pantser and a plotter. Oh. I think um, I sort of start out with I start out with a nugget of sort of what the book is about. Um, you know, air marshal guards you know a singer on a flight, and they have to run from gunmen. Um, and then that leads me to sort of a starting point and an ending point and like a few beats in between that I know I want to hit. Uh, and then, you know, I, I really do sort of just start writing. Um, and, and I sort of write in between those points, you know, from point A to point B. And, you know, sometimes, you know, some magic happens in there. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, and, and you see what happens. And, th and then usually I find that I get about halfway or three quarters of the way. And by then, some dramatic shift has happened. I've realized something I didn't realize before, or I've taken a tangent that I need to account for or something. Um, and at that point, I usually stop short of the end. And I go back to the beginning with sort of a fresh eye on how the story works. And I start from the beginning and I start editing and I edit the first three quarters and then I finish it and I blaze through to the end. Um, and that is what usually gets me sort of my first operational draft, if you will. A different, uh, a different approach that I hadn't heard before. That's uh, I like it though. I see where you're, I see where you're, where you're going with it, where you're thinking about when you're doing that. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, it, it's trying to it's trying to keep myself on track a little bit, mm-hmm. but also allow for some of the creative moments that just sort of happen in the middle when you're wondering, okay, what would happen next, and you sort of you know let the ideas flow. Um, you know, the problem is you, you create some issues for yourself as you do that, so you have to sort of keep track. I keep a list as I'm going through of sort of stuff that's changed and the implications of that. So that when I go back through and I blaze through the whole thing once from start to finish, I try and clean up all those issues that I've made for myself where, you know, some character's background has changed or, you know, they need to be in a different place at a different time or something like that, you know, in, in order for the later stuff to make sense. And what do you use uh, to, to write your, uh, your novels? Do you use like a Word or a, a software like Scrivener? Uh, I use Word. Um, that's, that's kind of what I use in my day job too. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sort of used to using that. And then to organize, I use a a product called OneNote, which is in the office suite. Um, again, I, I came to that from my day job. We, we sort of keep track of our cases in OneNote and that's where we organize all the materials and evidence and witnesses and things like that. And so it's meant to be an outlining tool. And so I can use that, um, pretty effectively i i've looked at scrivener i think OneNote and scrivener are similar mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't interface over to word the same way but it does allow me to do many of the same things in terms of gathering things in one place moving things around and stuff like that hmm. and so you'd mentioned that you'd written a, a, a book before um did that one get published no no takeoff is my is my first publication the other novels i've written you know, like like a lot of your guests, um, you know, they're sitting in drawers, and yeah. uh, you know, we'll see if they ever see the light of day or something. But um, but yeah, this is the first one to ever really get anywhere. So, have you? Uh, how long have you been writing for? Like for not like for work, but for like this type, like fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I had the first idea for my first book when I went on a trip with my wife right before my older daughter was born, and she's thirteen now. So I've been thinking about this stuff for you know over 10 years um i'd say i've been actually writing writing for about 10 and then take off you know i started take off a a couple of years ago um you know it took me probably about a year from start to finish and then you know i turned it in uh you know about a year ago so that it could go through all the all the different publication edits and, and all that kind of stuff before it released Mm-hmm. So, so you uh, you wrote it first, and then got it uh, went through a publisher, or did you already have a deal in place when you? No, no, I wrote it first, um, you know, and I had to, you know, I I had to find my agent, oh, you yeah. know, using my manuscript and and all that stuff. I'm I'm a ve- I'm a veteran of the slush pile. <laughs> yeah, all that fun stuff, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And so, uh, were you uh, as a as a reader? Were you a fan of thrillers and, and mystery and suspense novels? Is that why you decided to write uh, a thriller? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up. Um, you know, my my favorite books growing up were, you know, mysteries and thrillers and things like that. And then I, I sort of stuck with those. You know, by the time I was started writing, you know, by then it was sort of you know the John Sanfords and Lee Childs. Uh, and Michael Connelly's of the world. Um, but, you know, I, I was a big Tom Clancy fan. I was a big Michael Crichton fan. Um, as a scientist, like the the Clancy and Crichton sort of techno thrillers appealed to me a lot because I, I could, you know, learn some, some science-y stuff 
in addition to having a great, you know, a great page turning experience. Um, so yeah, all of that. John Sanford, uh, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> they mentioned that one. <laughs> oh, I, I will say, I have to say, um, and I'm here in New York for Thriller Fest, and he's supposed to be there. So Ooh. I've never met him. So if, if I get to meet him, I will have to tell him this. Yeah. Uh, Rules of Prey, his first Prey book, just like changed my life. I mean, that book was just fantastic. So you were sitting in an airport. Um, how do you get the ideas? How do you put it all together then? Um, when you're, are you always like thinking and do you, do you like take notes when you have an idea for a story? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I probably dictate as much as I write down ideas. Um, and that's sort of, you know, just as they hit me, um, that's the beauty of having your phone these days. Um, you know, I'm out walking the dog, you know, and, and I have a thought of, Oh, how's this going to work? And, and I just make a few verbal notes. Um, and then, you know, I, I sort of keep all that material together. And then, you know, my writing time tends to be really early in the morning. Um, so that's kind of when I, you know, go over that stuff and then figure out, you know, where I'm going to go with it. And do you try to like, uh, do you set goals like to write every day or write a certain amount of words every day or? Yeah, that's, it's funny you asked that when I started, you know, I, I read all the things about, you know, do a thousand words a day or do 2000 words a day. And I really tried to keep to that. Um, now, you know, juggling, you know, sort of marketing the first book and writing the second book and, and everything else that's going on. I'm not as, I'm not as slavish to the numbers, um, but I do try and write every day when I'm writing um, to try and keep the rhythm up. Um, and then, you know, I really, I, I'm pretty religious about boxing off uh, a part of my day to do it sort of undisturbed so that I make sure I get it done. It's, I, you know, I know a lot of people who sort of jog or exercise for therapy, like writing is sort of my therapy time. If I don't do it every day, I'm just grumpy. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a good habit to develop uh, for, as, as a writer. <laughs> yeah. It, it has certainly helped. I mean, it's, it, you're getting something done every day, no matter how much or how little, you know, sort of keeps, keeps things moving. So do you put any of your, uh, of yourself or any of your family and friends into your books, into your characters? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is, uh, so I'm a lawyer, and that is probably the number one question I get from all of my coworkers and colleagues <laughs> is, am I in the book? Which character am I? I bet I'm this character. Um, for some reason, lawyers always want to see themselves in print. <laughs> um, but, but no, I mean, of course your characters are, you know, amalgams of people you know. Um, but, but it, no one is that slavishly, you know, uh, tied to real life. Um, you know, Walker, my protagonist has things about him that are like me. Um, I was a Navy brat growing up. And so I experienced that kind of moving all the time as a kid. And so I, I gave Walker that same background. Um, you know, I've changed careers and Walker has changed careers a little bit. Um, but at the same time, I, I've tried to give him things that are not me, uh, you know, to, to make him more interesting, both to me to write him and also to everybody else. Um, you know, for example, I work with a lot of engineers, particularly electrical engineers in patent law, and, and they just really see the world very differently than I do as, uh, you know, from my biology training. 
I mean, they, you know, we will walk into some place and they will see engineering aspects of it that, that just never occur to me until they articulate them to me. And so making Walker have sort of an electronics um, technical background like I have um, sort of gives him a different mindset than I necessarily bring to, to stuff. And, and I find that really fun. I find it, I find it fun to write about somebody who, who thinks about things in a different way than I do. Yeah, as my my father in law is an engineer, an electrical engineer. Yeah, it's kind of like the Matrix. You see, like the ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As they're walking around. Yeah. <laughs> so now, when you're um, the, when you say when you're when you're writing and you're getting into the habit, do you always do you have like a specific spot that you like to to write on, or do you like try different things like a coffee shop, or is it always like the same uh, pattern? <laughs> um, I have an office, and a lot of times I write in my office. Um, I travel enough that I've had to sort of get used to writing in different places. Um, I can write in hotel rooms. I can write in coffee shops. I can write on airplanes. I can write in airports. Um, you know, some of it is just blocking out, um, you know, the, the world around you and really focusing. Um, a lot of it for me is time of day, too. Like, I, I really tend to do my writing from scratch early in the morning that's sort of when i'm most creative i can i can edit almost any time um you know late at night middle of the afternoon whatever but but in terms of real writing from scratch i i kind of find i'm only i'm only usually successful at that early in the morning and how was your whole experience now being the uh, your first time getting published and working with uh, Thomas and Mercer? I, I always hear a good thing about the Amazon publishing houses. How's that whole experience been for you? Oh, it's been fantastic. I mean, it, it really has. It's been it's been a dream come true. They, you know, they've treated me very well, and you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's a bit of a roller coaster because the you know the first time you go through it, you don't exactly know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of collaboration. Um, you know, everything from you know the editing process to the cover to marketing. Um, you know I've really I've tried to treat it as a learning experience because these you know these folks know so much more about their aspects of the publishing process than I do. Um, but it's it's been a great learning experience and it's it's just been a great experience overall. Yeah, your cover is very slick. The ominous plane taking off uh, that background very nice <laughs> oh thanks yeah i love it uh, i get a lot of compliments on the cover the cover's great yeah and so um so you said you you're you're you got you, you're finished with number two or you're working on that one right now the second book um i personally am just about done with number two oh. i have to turn it in and then you know it'll it'll go into the machine as well <laughs> uh, as it were but um but yeah, my part of, of getting the first, you know, real manuscript version of the second book is just about done. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed on your, I'm just looking, I was looking at your page. It's already out uh, for pre-order with Amazon. Yeah, it, the title is False Horizon. Oh. Um, that's a, an optical illusion that um, pilots suffer from sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's, um, I, I believe they put a publication date up there of June next year, but um but yeah, the, the schedule's already set, and uh, that's that's why I have to get the manuscript in and, and get rolling on it. Is that uh, difficult to, to, with the deadlines, or do you find that that helps you? Oh yeah, it, it, well, it was my first time working with a deadline, and you know I'd heard that that sort of changed things. 
Um, and, and it did probably, I mean, it, it certainly added some urgency to it. Um, but it's, it's been good. I, you know, I had a, a decent amount of lead time and I knew the idea I wanted to pursue sort of going in. So, um, so it's, it's been a relatively smooth process so far, knock on wood. And have you been hearing a lot from uh, readers, uh, through the social media or anything like that? Yeah, that's been great. You know, I'm, I'm on social media and, um, it seems like, for whatever reason, my readers tend to tend to favor you know, either emailing me through the, through my website or or finding me on Facebook. But yeah, it's um, that's been a lot of fun. I've I've had a couple of book signings, so I've gotten to see some some readers face to face. But then yeah, others have just been ringing in, and and it's been a lot of fun to to see that reaction to it. Yeah, now you you mentioned that you were at Thriller Fest. Is that your first one? Um, my first Thriller Fest, yes, and, and my first sort of book convention. Um, I've lived in San Diego now for a long time, and so I'm, an, I'm a comic book reader from way back. And so when I first moved to San Diego, uh, you know, they had the annual Comic-Con uh, mm-hmm. convention there. And I'd read about that as a kid and, decided, and, and talked my wife into, into letting me go. Uh, when we first moved to San Diego, because I'd heard about it as a kid. So I've been to big conventions, but never something like this that's just solely around books. So it's it's going to be a very, very different and and sort of neat experience. Uh, running into some of your readers, some of your fans there, do you? Uh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully it'll be fans. And, and hopefully, you know, from the, the roster of writers, it's going to be, you know, for me, it's going to be a dream. I mean, r- running into people that, you know, I've read multiple books of theirs and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's just really slick. I, I've never had that opportunity. And, and I'm as much a fan of the genre as anything else. So, you know, the the opportunity to rub elbows with those kinds of folks is, is really, really slick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like you said, John Sanford and the other ones, that'd be, that'd, that'd be pretty nice, to, uh, pretty sweet to be <laughs> to, to run into them like that. Yeah, yeah, my my bar tab will be will be big after I buy all of them around. So. <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth worthwhile to pick their brains. <laughs> a little little nugget of information right there. <laughs> so uh, when do you start to, to work on the on the third one? I know you're all busy now and you're promoting this one, and but do you do you already have a, a the third one planned out? Yeah, yeah, I've been um, I've been sort of noodling, you know, where things need to go. Um, you know, when I came up with this concept, you know, way before I ever had a publication deal or anything like that, I, I sort of plotted out or at least came up with the nuggets of several books for Walker. Um, and so now it's a matter of sort of going back to those and, and flushing them out to, to sort of a full, you know, a fully fleshed out idea. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about, you know, what comes next and, and hopefully people like take off enough and, and like false horizon enough that there'll be, um, you know, there'll be the opportunity to do, to do more books in the series. And do you, um, do you still, I mean, with your schedule and your, and, and working as a lawyer and everything, do you still find time to read for fun? Hey, <laughs> that, that's a really good question. Um, I try, uh, I do a lot of reading for work. Um, and so I also really try to avoid reading when I'm writing, if that makes sense. Um, so now that I'm just about finished with a project, I actually have a stack of books that I'd love to plow through. Um, but, but I try and confine that to when I'm not really working on my own stuff. Cause I, I don't want the, you know, the streams to sort of cross. 
All right. Well, then, um, and what are you, you mentioned? You're on Facebook and, and all that. What's your? Uh, and I'll have links on the on the on the website for the podcast. But for the listeners, what's the uh, what's your website and your Facebook? Where can they find you? Sure. Uh, my author website is uh, josephreadbooks.com, and my last name's R E I D. And then at Twitter and Instagram, I'm the same thing. I'm at Joseph Reed Books. And then Facebook, I had to tweak it just a little bit. I'm at Joseph Reed Books One. So, um, but you can find me in any of those places. And then, yeah, for the listeners, if you go to Amazon and uh, just do a search for uh, Takeoff, you'll you'll see it there. Um, I've uh, I was reading the uh, the preview, and it's uh, I I love the I love how you start things off right away with you know the blood on the <laughs> like the first sentence is action basically. <laughs> Oh yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, that was very much a, a calculated move to, yeah. to start with a bang, literally. Yes. Yeah, I love that. As the blood struck my right cheek, so yeah. So people, you guys uh, recommend to go check out uh, uh, his book. <laughs> and um, okay, so um, won't uh, keep you here uh, any longer, Joe. I want to thank you so much uh, for for being on the podcast, and uh, again, congrats on your success. Oh, thank you for making time for me, Alan. I really appreciate it. All right. And then I don't know if you have anything else you want to say to your readers or any uh, advice for any uh, aspiring writers that uh, that are listening out there. Oh, geez. Um, I mean, you know, if anything, I am a testament to, um, you know, just, you know, if it's something you want, you know, you, you sort of have to persevere. You have to, you know, keep doing it, keep doing it. And uh, you don't let the, the rejections in the slush pile get you down. Um, but uh, by the same token, I mean, the thing I'd say to everybody is, um, having gone through all that rejection and, and having struggled at this for a long time, you know, I'm just, I'm just supremely thankful for the way things have turned out. I mean, it's, um, it took a long time and it was a lot of hard work, but, um, you know, everybody from my agent to my, my editor to my publisher, and then, and then everybody just buying the book and reacting to it. I mean, it's, it, that's why we do these things is is to entertain people and and to get a reaction out of them and and hopefully give them some hours of enjoyment and you know i'm I'm thrilled that people are getting that and and I hope you know I hope a lot more people will try it all right great thank you so much Joe love love that uh, advice of just keep keep keeping at it <laughs> don't, don't get down <laughs> exactly that's you, you have to keep doing that because there there there's a lot of rejection in this process yeah all right, Joe, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for being on the show. Uh, appreciate it, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Alan. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Meet the Thriller Author. I'd like to ask you to please review and rate this uh, podcast over on iTunes. It really helps me get the word out. If you take a few seconds of your time to uh, do that, it would be much appreciated. You can also visit my website at thrillingreads.com forward slash podcast for show notes on this episode, as well as information about the uh, podcast in general. And you can also sign up for my mailing list there. You'll be getting uh, special offers from our guests, as well as information, uh, behind the scenes information on the podcast. And uh, please do visit my author website at alanpeterson.com. I appreciate your support. And so until next episode, I will talk to you then.